Welcome back, welcome back. Thank you for joining me today at War Room. So good to hear from you guys, from everyone. So good. It, it blesses me that uh, people are listening. You are listening and you are not just listening, but you are a doer of the word of God. Amen. So before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. Oh, Father, we gather around again, up around your word, and we just thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding that we will continually be a doer of your word. But we're not just going to be hearers. We don't want to just hear good sermons, but we want to be living them. Father, help us to live each day according to your word, to be God-pleasers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I'm going to be talking about your only evidence that you have. The only evidence that you have, I'm going to tell you, God is so good. He's so good. You know, when you find a scripture in the word of God that just turn your life inside out per se, or like just bless you, you can't do, you can't go a few days without that. You just want to go back. So I've been meditating on this, this faith, you know, the faith of God. You know, when you get born again, God gives you a measure of faith and that faith has to be developed. It has to be built. It can, you can have strong faith. You can have weak faith. And then Jesus says something, you have no faith. We don't want to have no faith. We don't want to have weak faith. We want to have strong faith. I'm primarily talking to people that believe in God for something in your life. It doesn't matter what it is that you believe in God for God. <laughs> Oh, you know, your problem did not catch him by surprise. It just gives him the opportunity to bless you more. And if you see your trials and your temptation as opportunity, you're going to live life a whole lot easier. So let's get back on track. Let's go back to Hebrew. Let's, uh, the topic is Hebrew chapter 11, verse 1. One of my utmost favorite. The evidence. So faith, it says now, right now, not tomorrow, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That's a part I don't want of that scripture I want to look at. The evidence of things not seen. Now, most of the time we faith, uh, word of faith people, sometimes, excuse me, we want to take it as, the evidence of things seen. No, 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 no. The evidence of things not seen. If you can see it, you don't need faith. It's already there. You need faith. It's a transaction between the spiritual realm and the earthly realm. You need faith to see what's in the spirit realm, what belongs to you. And to take it from that spirit realm together here, you need faith. And that faith is called your evidence, your conviction, your confirmation. Let's look at all the words that define evidence. It says your verification, your proof, your receipt, your, your, your D. You know, if you buy a house, you got a D. You know, your confirmation that you got something, something belongs to you. You hold on to it. So the evidence that you have is that faith. You see, most of the time we're trying to get evidence, our healing, if you believe in God for healing. Healing, the manifestation of your healing is not your evidence. You're feeling better today. It's not the evidence that you're walking by faith. No. You have money in your bank today because you believe God that money came in. That is not the evidence that you that 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 that, that your needs were met. The evidence happened before the manifestation. 
you hold on to the evidence and i'm trying to encourage you to hold on to that evidence because it's what the devil gonna try to hold, take away from you so that you don't get what you're believing for but you know after today you will be able to hold on to that evidence and the stuff that come around that try to steal the evidence from you you will know them amen you will know them so i like to give you just a couple of examples uh, before we move on to something, when you buy something and you have to return it to the store, you need a receipt. That receipt is your evidence that you bought that. You know, if they call the cops on you and the police on you and said, oh, you stole something. No, you have a receipt. And that receipt is something that shows that's your evidence that you didn't steal it. That shows that you purchased it with your own money. That's what evidence is. Another example that I like to give is if you if you go to the doctor and and, uh, <laughs> and, and the doctor, you know, he just in looking at you, he cannot he cannot tell how your blood pressure is or whether you have an infection just by looking at you. Yeah, you might look really terrible at times, but that still doesn't tell the doctor what's exactly happening in you. So, you know, the doctors, they operate by faith, but they don't know. They use instruments that work as faith, like we can see, like a CT scan, MRI, a chest x-ray, you know, any kind of any kind of instrument that he will use to tell him how you're doing. That's how I perceive my evidence to be, because the our faith, which is the evidence that we have, we can take that evidence and look into the spirit realm and say, yes. The healing is mine. It's a children's bread. Prosperity is mine. It's a children's bread. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, I'm not going to die today. I'm going to live and proclaim the word of God. Long life is mine. You see? Because when the doctor take those tests, those instruments and run his tests, then he find out what happening that he cannot see physically. If he can see it physically, he doesn't need to send you to go get an MRI. He cannot see what's going on on the inside. So likewise, if you can see something that you're already believing for, you don't need faith for that. You can already see it. When you cannot see it, then you need faith to operate in the realm that you cannot see. And that faith, how call it your evidence? The word of God says it's the evidence of things you cannot see. Your faith is the evidence of things you cannot see. I'm going to say that again. I like that, Lord. Thank you. Your faith is the evidence of things you cannot see. But just a minute, I'm going to, this is not in my notes, but I feel impressed to say that. Your faith has to be based on something real. On something either the word of God have told you or the Lord have prompted you in your heart and said, this is what it is. Your faith has to have a source. It has to have a base. You know, for example, if I tell, if, if you cannot have faith in Sister Juanita coming overseas to come uh, 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 cook dinner for you, well, how can you have faith for that? Did I say I'm going to come overseas and cook you dinner? You cannot have faith for that because that is, that's foolishness. That is what we call presumption. Right? There's presumption. You got to know the difference between faith. I believe for something. You cannot believe for something when you don't have the, the guarantee of it. Your evidence. You know what I mean? So uh, you cannot say, Sister Juanita, I'm believing God. Uh, Sister Juanita is going to come to my house and cook me dinner. Well, did she say that? If I tell you that. You can have faith. You can say, I believe that she will do it because she's a woman of her word. 
But if she doesn't say that, if she didn't say that, then no way you can have faith for that. So your faith, which is your evidence, have to be based on the word of God. And you hold on to that evidence because he that promised is faithful. Hallelujah. Ooh, I preach myself happy already. Oh, glory to God. So you see what I'm talking about? Now, most this is the problem we we people are walking by faith and and supposed to be a a a a a world of faith people. When we when we speak and we and we and we accept the Lord, Lord, I thank you. Your word is working mighty, and we don't see something change. Oh boy, we like it's not working. What? How long, Lord? How long is it taking? Why is not here? I don't see any scripture in the word of God. I said it would take you 24 hours, two days and uh, okay. 72 hours, 56 minutes on the nose for you to get your results. After you believe it would take you about two years, two and a quarter years. No, nowhere in the, in the word of God. It tells you exactly what you're going to receive. Let me tell you when you're going to, you want to know when you're going to receive. Oh, I'll tell you that. I, I'm not going to tell you that. Let, let Jesus tell you that. Okay. Let's go to, uh, <laughs> Let's go to one of my favorite scriptures, Mark chapter 11, tells us that. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 11, <laughs> verse 24. <laughs> Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things you ask, when? When you pray. When you pray. <laughs> oh, not when you cry. Not when you have belly egg all dead, no. Not when you have called 101 prayer lines, no. When you pray, you know, don't get me wrong. It is so good to have people to put, to join their faith with yours. So join and, and pray together and, and, you know, lift you up. You need, we need that. I needed that. But when you base your whole life on asking people to pray for you, oh, come on, come on now, come on, let's do something better. Oh Lord, but the word of God says, when you pray, believe you receive and you shall have them. What? So if, you, if your question is, Lord, when am I going to get this? How long is it taking? The question is back to you. When are you waiting to believe? How long is it taking you to believe? Believing is not of your flesh. Believing you cannot, it doesn't based on how you feel today. Oh, I believe I'm doing better today. Why? Because you feel better? Or you believe because the word of God said you're healed? Or you believe because the word of God said, I am going to supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory? Huh? What do you believe? So, you know, when the devil tried to ask me a question, say, When is this going to happen? I said, Oh, when I pray, I believe I receive and I will have it. Receive in that scripture. Oh gosh, I'm going way over myself, but listen carefully. I'll go back to my evidence. Believe you receive is a spiritual part. There are two parts of that scripture, a spiritual part and a physical part. Believe you, because you can't believe with your head, right? You have to believe with your heart. You believe you receive with your heart. That's the spiritual part. And Jesus said, you will have, have 
have is the full manifestation. That part that you can see or have is tangible. Have is I can hold on to it. I can feel it. I can grab it. That's half. Jesus said you will have. Ha <laughs> ha. Ha, you will have them. So you believe, you receive with your heart. Because believing is of the heart. That's your spirit part. You do the spirit part, then you will get a physical part. But if you're sitting down and asking yourself, when do I get a physical part? The question is back to you. When are you ready to believe the part that you need to be believing? That evidence that God gave you that he, by his straps you are healed, that he supplied all of your needs, that you are sharp-minded and you are on a, in top of your class, that you are overcomer, he called you that. Those are the evidence that you hold on to when you believe in God and you don't let go. You don't let go. Quickly, before I go, let me let, let, let recap a little bit, but I want to say something else before we recap. So, how do I hold on to my evidence when my situation doesn't seem to be changing? <laughs> That's an easy question, right? You hold on to your evidence because your evidence is a spiritual part. Your evidence is based on the word of God. Your evidence is the faith in the word of God. It based on the word of God. It doesn't stop believing. It doesn't let go until it sees what it been believing for. And he, Hebrew, <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, I said it earlier. He said, hold fast, hold firmly. Don't let go of your evidence. Because what? He that promised you in his word, the evidence you're standing on, he that gives you those promises, he is faithful. He's not sluggish. He's not unfaithful. You can count on him. He's faithful. Hallelujah. He's faithful. Most of the time, in closing, most of the time, we want to seek counsel from our feelings that our faith is working. Is my evidence still holding strong? Then I want to check my feelings, check how I'm doing, check my bank book, listen to my family members. Oh, uh, is your marriage doing okay? If they say yes, oh yeah, my faith is holding up. Thank you, Lord. It's doing good. But when they say, oh, things are going really bad, you're like, oh, Lord. No, 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 no. Do not seek counsel of your feelings and your flesh. Do not accept anything from the devil or from anyone else that does not line up with the word of God. When you receive those news that doesn't line up with the word of God, what you believe in for, refuse to let go of your confidence. Refuse to let go of your evidence. Hold on to your evidence. The law, I don't know how it's going to pan out. I don't know how it's going to happen. But I'm trusting you. I'm holding on to your word. I am not going to give up. Because you who promised, oh Lord, you are faithful. I'm going to stand on your word. You stick your nose in the word of God like that. You take him by his word like that. Oh, you are never going to be made shame. You are never going to be let down. Because you know what? He said, hold firmly to the profession, to the confession of your faith. Oh, I got to go back there. I got to rest my eyes on it. Hold on a sec. Oh, I got to rest my eyes on it. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23. Hold firmly 
to the profession that word is saying confession of your faith, not of your feelings, not of your thoughts. Hold firmly <laughs> to the evidence of your faith, not of your feelings, not of your thoughts, not of your imagination, not of anything else around you, <laughs> but of your faith. Why? Because he that promised is faithful. Faithful. Say after me. Faithful. He is faithful. Oh, Father, we thank you for your word. <laughs> that we will hold on to the profession of our faith. We're not going to let go of our confidence. We're not going to let go of our evidence. We're going to hold on to it. Oh, I had a wonderful time. God is so good. He's so faithful. He's so faithful. So hang in there. Hold on to your evidence. That's all you have. Amen. Amen. We'll see you again here soon. God bless you. We love you.